0: Yo, 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 welcome to Best Finesses Podcast, episode 19, man, we live again for another motherfucking week, and yes, this is a Thursday, I normally upload episodes and I'll send them out Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, but this week has been very crazy for me, Uh, I'm dedicating this whole month to black entrepreneurs that I know, that I grew up with, that I'm, Cross paths within life. I'll be having a whole bunch of callers. This next week. This next month. Just trying to spread awareness. Trying to shed some light on some positivity going on in 2020. With all the hectic shit going on with the coronavirus. That fucking everybody forgot about. And also the the protests. uh, The riots. The police brutality. All that shit that's going on. We're trying to shed light on... A lot of positivity because if you go to social media right now, you're going to be seeing a lot of negativity, negative, negative, negativity, because it's it's when you're on these platforms, these social media platforms are giving off a lot of hate and a lot of negativity to people. And you got to realize when you don't know how powerful your energy and your vibrations are, you're going to take that in and you're going to dwell on it and you're going to, you know, you're going to want to need that negative energy. Yes, it's a lot of fuck shit going on in the world, but I don't want to stay on this side and just talk about negativity. That's why for Best Finesse's podcast this month, we're going to be shedding light on black entrepreneurs, and the guy that I'm calling next is a real good friend of mine. I've been knowing the guy for shit 12, 13 years. This motherfucker was a football phenom all through high school. He, he took the good route, went to college, got the scholarship. I dropped out, went back, got my shit together, and now we still homies. We still pushing for greatness. We still striving for something because, you know, you got to have that longevity. You know, you always got to let that good shit outweigh the bad shit. So I'm going to give my homie a call, man. This is a good friend of mine, a real good friend of mine, man. Yo. What's up, man? This is Sir Joshua from the Best Finesse's Podcast. What's up? What's
1: going on, my guy?
0: Uh, this is one of my good friends, Trayvon Spencer, man. This man is a, is a, fuck it, public speaker, football player, owns his own clothing line. The motherfucker's just now getting started with all his shit, man. So uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, Yeah,
1: like you said, Trayvon Spencer, me and Josh go way back, you know, middle school days. Uh, But yeah, I got my own clothing line college athlete
0: football um i speak motivational all of that so yeah yeah man that's what's up uh, i appreciate you coming on best Finances podcast like i was just telling the listeners i'm dedicating the whole month of june to black entrepreneurship so i'll be having a lot of calling guests that are black entrepreneurs that are trying to push their product and trying to just stay on the positive side throughout this negative fucking Definitely. realm that we living in so I want you to tell the listeners some of your, your t- tell them where you're from, your upbringing, and just give them a rundown on everything.
1: Okay, yeah, so I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm stationed out of rural. Um, I started playing sports at knee high ever since I can remember around six years old. Um, sports taught me a lot. It prepared me for life after sports. Uh, I had a great father who also raised me to, uh, really believe in myself and, and that's what steered me into, um, entrepreneurship and black ownership, um, and everything that's going on today is crazy, bro. Because everything that's going on right now in America is really what stirred me to, um, You know, black ownership. Um, I believe all all of us. Um, we need to we need to take back what's ours, man. We need to start businesses. We need to um, network. We need to reach out to other people. And we need to stick together to our race and um, really really take over, take take over the world.
0: Yeah, man. Like I was just telling, like I was just saying, like this motherfucker was a football phenom. I remember freshman year of high school. What they call you? They called you Booby Booby Miles. <laughs> 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 motherfucker had the boxing all play freshman playing varsity, man. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't on, the, it wasn't on the Booby Miles stage. It was, it was on some, yeah. some, 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 some juice shit. I looked like still oh, off babe. juice. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Yeah, you uh, know, I don't really hype myself up with
1: the football stuff, but yeah, I got you know, y'all can check me out, man. Just you know, look my name up, Draymond <laughs> Spencer. I I got a nice little resume.
0: He does, and I and I still don't know what position you played because you played all positions. I still don't know what was yeah. your strong suit. So, uh,
1: uh, yep. Yeah, high school, I played a little bit of everything. Um, trans- Transitioning into college, I was at safety. Um, then I went to outside linebacker, and then my senior year, I played middle linebacker. Broke the record for
0: most tackles in the season at Kentucky State University. Wow, that's and he, the motherfucker graduated. Give him a round of applause. man. Some niggas <laughs> yes, go to uh, college and don't even finish, man. So big ups to you, man. Like I said, I appreciate you being on Best Finesse's podcast. But I couple, I got a couple of questions for you though. Uh, what do you, where do you feel America is at right now? What state are we in?
1: Um, so it depends on the person, the people that you're talking to. Um. Uh, uh, however, from from my take, where I'm at, I believe um, it's, it's a revolution. I believe it's uh, a dramatic change about to happen. I believe with, from right now in 2020 over the next decade to 2030, it's going to be a lot of changes. It's going to be um, really, uh, it, the shit ain't even that complicated, bro. It, 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 it's really simple um equality, you know. Um we, we preach this all the time, you know, your parents when your parents is hurting, you know, treat all your friends with respect. Treat everybody with respect, you know? And the police is killing us for no reason. So it's it's sad, it hurts, is we're tired, we're frustrated. So we, we, we're we're handling and in that manner we're handling it in a exhausted manner we are exhausted so um everything that's happening right now is frustration It's frustration however this is what's going to create change um things are are starting to settle down and everything everybody are starting to think more logical um to really plan change uh we have some great leaders um of our race, man we got you know lebron james Who's dedicated? We see, you know, Jay Z. We see Kanye. We see people out there who yes, really um, definitely have a voice. Have a voice, and and everyone that does that they're using it. Um, I see Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Uh, the list, the list—it's a long list of Black influencers who are at that that level who can really reach out to our entire race as a whole, and um, it's just all about us taking the responsibility on our own to educate ourselves and really um, do the research to um, know where we fit in, what organizations to um, donate money to, or, you know, what black-owned businesses we should support, and just keeping all, everything in-house within our rights because it's been going on too long, man. We can't continue to let, I, I say this, we can't continue to let the white man overpower us and overrule us.
0: Yeah, uh, that's, that's dope. Like, how I look at it is like this. Like, we both uh, in our mid-20s making a transition in a couple of years to our 30s. So I feel like that me and you are on the a good track of trying to sustain some, you know, some knowledge, some uh, some financial stability, and most importantly, trying to shed light to the young bulls and the black and brown children and even the Caucasian children that, that, that indulge in our culture about the stuff that we do on the positive tip. But like, my opinion about the riots and protests is I had a different opinion last episode. Uh, I can't tell nobody to react a certain way. So I get everybody that's reacting. I just want my people to be a little bit more mindful and kind of know what you're doing because uh, it's a lot of stuff going on in the country and it's way bigger than race. And I've been sending out videos. I've been sending out stuff to, to spread awareness and to shed light on situations because I can say it. some of our people are very uneducated about the situation right now because you're out on the streets, you're protesting. Yes, that's a great purpose. But find a purpose. If you're just out there with the shits, then that energy is going to attract with the shits. So people, (laughs) listeners, be mindful what you're doing because uh, I personally feel like that all this is a setup. That's just me. That's, That's the conspiracy theorist Joshua. I think it's all a setup, and I think that they got us by the balls right now. So I think that we need to move a little bit different. And I was just telling my coworker the other day when when we're in this state of emergency. We need to have a team-oriented setting. We need to have positions. Lay positions out. Lay roles out. Everybody shouldn't just be going out there trying to get a Gucci bag or trying to fuck up the Dior store. Have a plan in action and know what the fuck you're doing. Don't be out there just running around like a chicken with his head cut off because I feel like that we could have got to them way quicker than what is going on right now. But I can't, I can't, like I said, I respect and I love everybody that's spreading awareness and showing love and... Fighting for a cause, because there's a lot of people, a lot of my, a, a, a lot of my black friends that I went to college with, these motherfuckers is is nowhere to be found. And then I and then I I we went to high school with a guy. I'm not gonna say his name. Uh, last week he posted some stuff about some riots, and I, you know, retweeted. I was like, hey, we need to, you know, do it this way. And I tried to show him some information, and he told me that I need to stop. Get I need to get out of this internet hole. And I'm like, Internet ho, we get all the information from the Internet. What's wrong with the Internet? Like, Some of the Internet shit is bad, but a lot of it is good. So what, what do you say to people who do not want to take in the real knowledge about stuff that's going um, on in 2020?
1: So so one thing about our, our race is hard to um, stir people away from their, their, their style of thinking, um, their beliefs. Know how they how they see things. That's why we we are more argumentative than um, other races. But uh, social media is a great outlet. It's a great source. It's really a place where we all today find our information from. it you know it's, it's it's a little bit of fun. It's a little bit of seriousness. It's a little bit of drama. It's just, it's everything. You know. Um, however, we can't we can't allow social media to, to steer us away from facts and statistics and Um, police brutality, the numbers don't lie. We got a long list of names. Um, all of that stuff goes in. So everybody has their own, um, way of protesting Black Lives Matter or, um, going about these things. But truth, truly, truly, truly is so simple. Um, it's equality. And, and this is what, you know, because we, we making it more complicated than what it is, honestly, you know, all of the, the rioting and the looting and the protesting, all of that stuff is cruel you know, cool. But when you sit down and you really think about this, bro, racism, it, it, this ain't complicated. It ain't, it ain't complicated at all. We human beings. Y'all human beings, let's love each other. Let's, you know, equality. And, and a lot of people, you know, um, some people, you know, want revenge. Some people just want equality. I want equality. Um, I do. Uh, it's funny because when all of this stuff first started, my mind actually has shifted, um, since all of it just first started. Um I actually was very, very sick of seeing police seeing videos of, of black people being murdered. Like it, it hurts. It it true it truly does. It hurt. So I I honestly man, bro, I was at I was at the point where we're gonna have to take an eye for an eye. You know, they take one of us, we take one of them. You know, if that's if we just gonna have to go to war. That's that's where my mind was at. I woke up and I, and it's just we're not safe in America today. We're not safe. We can go anywhere. We can go to Walmart. We can go. Just leave our house. We can be in our house. Breonna, Breonna Taylor she was murdered in her home. You know it's, it's it's sickening. It's sickening. And really, for the justice system to not uh, arrest these police officers is beyond me.
0: <laughs> yeah like ha davis this is beyond me i'm already knowing bro <laughs> yeah this is
1: beyond me bro I'm, uh, it's obvious you got police officers committing murder on camera we all see this it ain't guilty guilty it's it's no case none of that is guilty it's all and you know they try to find ways to uh, cover stuff up, oh, well, George Floyd, uh, was dealing with medical problems, isn't that? No, he was murdered on camera. It's obvious.
0: Yeah, they said, they, they they said everything about him other than he was a child of God. They they said he was a porn star. What the fuck they got to do with him losing his life? Like, it's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. And you got, my, my whole, my whole issue right now is like, I got a lot of Caucasian friends. And, uh. These motherfuckers is spreading more awareness than my people. So I'm just like so it, I had a conversation with a couple of my Caucasian friends a couple of days ago and 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 they're like saying if I keep witnessing and I if I keep experiencing white privilege, it's going to be a problem. I'm going to start calling it out because I benefit from white privilege. See, the thing is about white people and I don't want to bash white people, but fuck it. They don't want to acknowledge their white privilege. So when they don't acknowledge their white privilege, they have one eye, and the other eye is closed. They don't. They don't really want to see certain stuff that's going on out here because, in actuality, they don't have to see. They're they, they are the generic brand. When you when when you go yeah. shoe stopping, you don't go to Walmart to get two pair of shoes. It's the generic brand, so they're never going to get looked at. They're they're, they're never going to get the eye pointed at them or the finger pointed at them. So like. I feel like that we just got to move different, and that a lot of people has been saying that, and they've been taking it wrong. We got to move different. Oh, what you mean we got to move different? We're black. Our skin is not a weapon. I get all that, but we got to move different, man. Like, it's... it's it, At this point, man, it's kind of like, damn, like like you said, like, you can go to the gas. I went to Popeye's a couple of nights ago, and uh, <laughs> shit. You know? Uh, you know, you feel me? You <laughs> might be sick <laughs> Yeah, nah, I ain't. I, get, I got the shrimp, man. I got the, I got the, uh, I got the shrimp, man. So, yeah, okay. I, I got the. I went to Popeyes, and it was a cop over there, and like, bro, I, ain't, bro, I have no record, bro. I've, I've got a college degree, bro. I got, a, I got a lot of good stuff going on for me, bro. And I felt like I was gonna go to jail. I shouldn't feel like that. I should not but feel like that, bro, at all. If I'm driving in a car, yes, my car is my name, it has insurance, it have tags, I'm good. I shouldn't get that drop in my stomach when a cop is behind me just driving. Like, and shit, I was with the white homie a couple days ago, we went down to the beach up in Florida. And a cop got by him and he was like, fuck dude, he ain't have no seatbelt on. I said, oh yeah, this nigga's wildin'. Like, <laughs> if, if, if if we in the car and it's full niggas... No felonies, no no misdemeanors. We still gonna tense up, bro. That's just our nature. Yeah. And people yeah. and, and other motherfuckers don't get that, bro. They don't they don't get where we're coming from. And, and now I feel like that a lot of people they are understanding and they're realizing where we're coming from, you know. Because a lot of these white women like black dudes, so. <laughs> That and but we don't. Some people they don't want to talk like that. They don't want to. They don't. Oh, oh, some of these white women they feel extremely guilty because they taking black dick, and then when shit when when shit hits the fan they mouths closed. So right now you got you got you got a lot of you got a lot of Caucasian women that are super guilty. That's why they're out rioting, and I applaud mm-hmm. them. I, I really, I really, really I, I really. Because- because we, we we need
1: we need them to to speak up, you know. We need we need everybody. That's why I love I love everything that's been going on across the world. But kind of just to touch up, like you were saying about you know when we see cops in our rearview mirror, you know um, that's kind of like when we go to the store, bro. We go to we go to Target, Walmart, or something. We go in, we looking for something. They don't they don't got it. So now we like all right. Well, I ain't gonna get it. I'm gonna just leave. We walking out the store empty handed, bro. Every time we scared to walk out the store empty handed because. You already know motherfuckers gonna look at you like you're stealing. They gonna think you're stealing. And it's, it's sad that we walk in, we walk out with that feeling like, oh, they think I'm stealing. But really, you know, I'm not. However, I shouldn't feel this way. And, um, it's so, it's so many, it's so many weird feelings that, that black people have. And I've, I've encountered so many racial interactions. Uh, it's, it's, it's beyond me. I'm, I'm happy to see the world shifting in this direction. Um, I see protestings in other countries. Um, I see people speaking out from other countries. I see um, slave owners, statues being torn down. I, I, I'm i loving it. I'm loving it. I mean, truthfully, all of these businesses that have been harmed, they have insurance. All of these businesses that are losing money, um, so be it. You know, what, what truthfully matters right now is equality and justice for all. Our country, our flag, that's what we stand for. United and justice for all. Um, And right now, we're not united. Not everyone is treated equally. And it's not justice for all. Because time and time again, um, black lives have been murdered in the hands of police officers, and there's no conviction. These police officers walk free. Um, It's not fair at all. It's not fair at all. Uh, but white women, um, white women are standing up. I have a few white friends who reached out to me, and um, everyone has been truly authentic. I knew before all of this stuff has happened that there, there was no, they had no racist bone in their body. Um, but there's some white friends who, you know, was kind of borderline, and I was like, ah, you know, everybody's paying attention right now, you know, to see who's speaking up and, and who's not, and who's staying quiet. But we're more focused, um, well, I'm more focused on the people that are speaking up, the people who are standing with us during this time of discomfort rather than the ones who aren't. Um, Because the ones who aren't, they're ignorant. They're going to continue to be that way. You know, it's like telling somebody two plus two equals four and they're going to argue up and down with you that
0: it's three. Yeah, it's it's big. And, And, you know, if it wasn't for basketball and me... Wanting to to have my own platform, I would really be a history professor. But at the way, the way it looks now in education and the curriculum that you have to study, it's kind of like, damn! Like you're like you're like you're pumping out bullshit to kids, and like if you grow up black in this country as a kid, you question a lot of shit because you know if you look at a an a, a ordinary public school history book, they're only gonna they're only gonna talk about slaves. Abraham Lincoln they freed the slaves that's it boom they're done my whole issue when i was a kid was why is it the way it is but most importantly when you when when you have a, a tree in your backyard and it's and it's giving you a problem you don't cut the limbs. you 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 want to go to the root and you want to find the problem that's causing everything so i've did my independent research and i've learned about the moors the moors were a Black dynasty that lived all through Europe. They ruled all through Europe from seven eleven. They say seven hundred years. There's documents that say that they ruled Europe for eight hundred years. I think that hatred began in Europe, and they brung it over the water here. But if you dig, if you dig deeper about a lot of situations, uh, blacks were already here. That's one of the biggest myths. There's 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 scroll. I mean there's there's journals. Of African slaves saying that there was people in the New World that looked like them and that had their tongue, but they also had the white man's tongue and speaking in English. That 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 made that made one of my eyebrows raised. And then you, if you fast forward to let's say when slavery was abolished in 1865, and then you and then you fast forward uh, ten years later to 1875, uh, you had a lot of uh, white. Slave owners who, when their slaves left, they didn't have no product. They didn't have no cattle. They didn't have nothing to move. So you had white Southerners who despised blacks because when the blacks were free of slavery, the men like me and you in the community they were building houses. They were laying cement. They were laying brick and blocks. So when they said slavery was over in eighteen sixty-five, you had a lot of black men that had trades and they can work with their hands, and you had a lot of white. You, you, you had a lot of excuse me. You had a lot of black guys who know that knew who knew how to pull teeth for for master. They were dentists. That you, you you had all of this stuff. Fast forward in nineteen twenty-one with the whole Tulsa situation. What was it like? Over twenty businesses. So I, I think that white man, black man hatred started a little bit. is it's, they, They've always looked at us a certain way because of the royalty that we came from. But I think it really, really kicked off in the late 1800s when when the white man, when the southern white man found out that the black man was a superior worker than them. And then you and then you and then you 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 dig deeper and you realize that blacks were the first Republicans in the in the mid 18, 1800s that they don't put in the books. One of the first one of the first big Republican parties was, I think, 130, 130 people and 25 of those people were white and the rest were black. So th- so they're not telling us this is stuff. And then I just think the hatred started like that. And then and then you talk about white supremacy, you talk about the Ku Klux Klan, you talk about the Democratic Party. So it all ties in. I just want blacks to do the research and do their own history because they think that we don't have to do history. They think that if they know Marcus Garvey or, or Malcolm X or. Or amongst the king that they're woke, nah, man. You got to dig deeper, dog. You got you to educate yourself. Yes, bro. You have to, bro. Like, you can't be out here thinking that. Oh, uh, you got the. You got to find out what the fuck the problem is. You got to really find out what the problem is, and I think that 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 can that 2020 is gonna be a real turning point for everybody because I think people are gonna be like, damn, I need to do my own research because of the shit that I learned. It's good. It's regurgitated. But you gotta do your own research, you know. So, uh, truthfully,
1: truthfully. and and it's beneficial, you know, for for everybody to really educate themselves. It's beneficial to do that research um, because you feel good, and also you you discover more of yourself. Uh, that's that's what it's all about, really, just learning ourselves, learning our roots, learning where we come from, um, learning what's going on, because uh, everything that we see on the news, that's that's a controlled narrative. Um, like the protesting all last week we see um, all our CNN videos of protesting all over the country um, and protests are still happening however the news aren't showing them anymore um, and that's trying to stir the the narrative away and they, they want to control it so it's up to us to educate ourselves and, and be our own news and and then share the light share the light as well and then also I mean uh, I'm just all about you know I'm pro-black. However, I love white people still. But I'm, I'm pro-black, been that way. Um, so we, we we tend to our culture. You know, um, we we miss we're, we're miseducated on a lot of things. A lot of things. So you know, we we see the American dream, that lifestyle as you know the ideal lifestyle. You find a good job, you settle down, you have a wife, you have kids. You, you know, build your credit up, you get a nice house, you get all this, and, and all of those things are fine. Everyone wants that, you know, ideal life. However, when it comes to um, buying a house or purchasing a car or or anything, you know, taking a loan from the bank is we are slaves to the lender. We are making ourselves slaves to the lender. Borrowing money, we don't see this as uh, you know, bad thing. We see this like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go stunt. I'm gonna go flex on the street. but, like, like, bro, this ain't your money, bro. You gonna have a monthly bill where you paying this shit back. You know, so right now, for my black people, what I, what I try to tell people is, you know, get out of debt. Um, don't, cause when you're in debt, you're a slave to the lender. You're a slave. No matter how much you owe, you owe it, and they gonna take you to, yo. Know, to, to your lowest point of life, until they get that money. So you might as well go ahead and, and purchase it yourself and be free. Um, it's all about freedom. It's all about, really, um, financial freedom, and that's what everybody wants. That's the ideal life, is to be financially free. The mm-hmm. only way to be financially free is to own everything, to not take a loan out for this, to not take a loan out for that. The only thing I, I agree taking a loan out on is a house, and that's because it's a big purchase, However, I believe that you should put down a big down payment on the house and also um, pay it off expeditiously rather than paying it off over the course of a 30-year mortgage loan. Um, That's where they get niggas at. Yeah, 30 years is a long time to be paying off, you know, mortgage. You can pay this mortgage off in five years if you commit to it, if you cut off all those, you know, silly expenses. Um, And this is where... Uh, it's, it's not really a difference between our races, between black and white uh, when it comes to this. However, um, it's, it shows that, you know, white people are more financially strategic with their, with their purchases than we are. Um, we make purchases off instincts and how it will, you know, portray our image rather than, you know, white people, they are strategic. They, you know, logically, hey, um, you know, I'm not going to be able to fit this in my budget. Uh, why would I, you know, borrow this loan from them when I can, you know, wait a year, save up, and buy it myself rather than paying it off for over the course of seven years? Um, and that's, you know, here, here, not everybody believes in that. Um, not everybody believes in living debt-free uh, or wanting financially, wanting financial freedom. But it's a, it's a bug to put in your ear for everybody to. This listening, um, financial freedom is the way to go. Get out of debt, purchase everything with cash. Don't, don't, don't hesitate at all to, um, think on your own, be your own boss, make purchases yourself and don't be a slave to the window. When you borrow money, you're a slave and, um, it's modern day slavery. I believe um, I don't believe working for a company is, is slavery, but it's, it's modern-day slavery. Uh, when you work for a company, they, they don't care about you. They care about their company. That's it. You know, and these guys portray this image to care about people, but they, 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 they care about the company, and we care about our money, so we go to the company, we do what we got to do to make our ends meet perfectly fine. That's, you know, we got to make a living regardless, however... Um, black ownership is key, Yes, the only way for us to create more opportunities for our people, give back to our people um, and to our communities is really through black ownership. so uh that's that's more so why I'm headed.
0: Yeah, we're gonna make the transition man, and I want you to tell the listeners about your, your project that you be, you got going on and it's, and, and I don't want to spill oh, it yeah. out. I want you to spill it out. Okay.
1: Yeah, so the brand is longevity. So uh just recently in March I launched the Fitness and Business Apparel brand. It's longevity. Um, it's a creative spelling L N G E V T Y um for longevity. Um as most know, longevity means long existence, a long life. Um, however the brand, my brand longevity means a mortal success. Um many uh, once you attain something, you have to attain something else. Um, once you've reached one goal, you set another goal and continue to reach it, and it, it's immortal. You never stop setting goals. You never stop succeeding. Um, so, longevity, fitness, a brand. you can follow us on IG, longevity underscore LNGEBTY underscore. Um, we got, we got a lot of stuff coming, man. The brand is actually going, growing way faster than I expected. Uh, so much stuff coming up is, you know, athletics. We're looking for athletes. We're looking for models. We're looking for, you know, everybody that's into the health and fitness lifestyle um, to be a part of our our, our brand. Um, and, and really longevity goes with, with everything. Uh, it's kind of like with everything that's going on in America today. Um, black people, uh, sometimes, you know, we, we get on the topic and we see a little bit, and, and then we stir away from it. Um, but with this, Black Lives Matter, this is, this is longevity. This is, we not, we can't let this go. We gotta, we gotta beat this until we see equality. We gotta beat this until change of action. We have to, we have to stick on this and, and that goes with longevity. So after we see a few small wins with Black Lives Matter, um, don't let up. We gotta continue and keep going longevity. And black ownership, uh me as I'm gonna just talk about a little bit as me, you know, starting my own business and, and me kinda of transitioning to being a business owner. It's been actually uh pretty pretty good. It's a it's a great feeling to have my own um something I can say that's mine and actually, you know, when I make a dollar is the dollar going to something that I believe in, something that um I created rather than me selling something for another company and that dollar is going to that company and they give me a nickel of that dollar um, so uh, people 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 start your business right now we we're in a time where black ownership is essential black ownership is essential and even if um, because it's not for everybody entrepreneurs not for everybody but even if not go work for a black owner go go be a part of because um, believe it or not we we need assistance we need help um, black business owners we, we we can use your help so um, keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. We all gotta look out for one another and protect each other and love each other. So,
0: man, I love it, man. I, I love it, man. Just so, I want you to explain, like, what motivates you to 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 to, bleed, to, to be a, a black entrepreneur, man.
1: Um. So, what motivates me is really, uh, really, really my dad. You know, I see my dad work his entire life. Um, all the way up to till so he passed away, you know, uh, at 59. So, and me, I actually want to retire around 45, and that's that's where I'm envisioning that. But my dad, he he had so many ideas. He had so many businesses that he wanted to start. He had so many so many ideas. He looked at it. He he told me stories all the time. He's like, man, I I should have did this. I would have been rich. I should have, you know, went off this idea. It would have made me a lot of money. I should have, you know, I should have opened up a a cookout, barbecue joint, you know. And and the list goes on. And just me, you know, soaking in that wisdom from him, um, I'm going to go ahead and act on this. I'm not going to wait. You know, he wanted to, he wanted to start business when he was around 25, 26. So, okay, bet. I'm going to go ahead and do it. And, I'd rather sacrifice 10 years because, you know, it's a time, you know, you start a business, you, you, you make a few baby wins, you know, but you don't really start to see that, that, that growth that you want to see up until the time. So if you sacrifice 10 years building a business of your own from the ground up at that 10 year mark, you're going to be at the top. You're going to be the, the money then is just you know, coming in on its own. The business is growing on its own. Everything is is where it needs to be. And you, you're you in a great position at that 10-year mark. You're the owner right. it's yours completely. Rather than, you know, um, spending 10 years with a company, with an organization. Say you go to Walmart, you working at Walmart, and you spend 10 years at Walmart working, and they already got your progression laid out for you. You know, uh, and you're too, They're going to put you in a a supervisor position. You're five, you're six. They might make you, uh, give you a department or something. You're seven. And all of this is you sacrificing. You're making so much money into Walmart that your money is already set out for what they're giving you. But you're making more money by your work ethic, your customer service you're giving more into this company than they're giving to you. They already got your, your format laid out for you when you walk through the door. So on that 10-year mark, you are where they want you to be rather than where you could be if you do something starting start your own. And uh, I, I go off of a lifestyle of financial, I'm into finances. So uh, I talk about there's a linear lifestyle and exponential lifestyle. So um, linear lifestyle is kind of where, you know, they got to sit out for you. You go to a job. That's a linear line. They already have your pay grade set out for you. Year one, you go here. Year two, you get a 50-cent raise. Year three, you get a 25-cent raise. And it's already set out for you. Uh, exponential lifestyle is where you create something on your own. And, yeah, you may, you know, start off not making anything, you know. Um, however, as it grows, it, it goes bigger. And um, this is related to math. So if anyone's a math tweet, like myself, you can go look at a linear, you can go look at a linear line and an exponential line and you will see the difference um between the
0: two. Mm. Mm. Well, thanks man. I love it man. Thanks for the the listeners are going to eat this shit up man cuz they need to hear that that, that dope ass yeah. knowledge. That dope Definitely, def-
1: definitely man, bro, bro, you know, uh just black people in, in general, man. We we need to have more conversations. We need to speak to each other more. We need to, you know, black brothers, black sisters. We need to, we need to talk more and really have these conversations. Cause a lot of people don't know about entrepreneurship, bro. A lot of black people, they're like, I don't know how, like LLC, like, man, what do I got to do to get an LLC, uh? you know, how do, how do I go about starting a business or how do I start a podcast? You know, a lot of people have so much talent, so many um, extra skills and so much knowledge. Um, however, they don't know where to start or they don't have the, the foundation of support that they want when they start, you know, a lot of people, Hey, you know, sometimes it's just you in the room, you know, you just sit there, you talking to yourself, this and that, you talk yourself through it. And that's me. Um, however, I had a good foundation of support. I went to college, I played sports, you know, I got, um, people, you know, a good foundation of support. However, that's, um what i call in business organic sales people you know selling the people you know that's organic as that's, you know that's going, that's going to help you sustain your business um however taking it the distance taking it the distance and, and reaching those goals that you want to reach um you have to get those people that you don't know you got to reach out to the people that you don't know and make new friends and network and it's all about building relationships and that's that's what, I, that's what I'm looking forward to and also um, preaching too, and I want to, you know, share the, share the knowledge, share the knowledge.
0: Man, share that knowledge, man, but uh, I'm going to make a segue. Uh, so, did you hear the NBA is coming back?
1: Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yes, sir. You know,
0: Brian, Brian, Brian <laughs> I knew going it. For, for rank number four. <laughs> I knew you was gonna start that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Brian was, going for rank number four. Yeah, you know I'm down here in Jacksonville. They supposed to be having the games down in Orlando. They, I think, two or three games will be able to have fans, but not a lot of fans. So I'm, I'm gonna make a little trip to go see Bron, Bron, and in, in AD. See what they do. Uh-huh, they, yeah, second trip. They say they. I heard they saying they're
1: gonna try to have it like a. A fake crowd, sound effects, like yeah, kind of like two K. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be real. It's gonna be real weird, though. I mean, you know, these players are going out there. They used to seeing fans in the crowd. It's gonna be like a pickup game. They, they not even gonna take it that serious. You know, it's, it's gonna be awkward. Yeah, um, man. For everybody, but I'm happy. I'm happy they're coming back, man. I wish it's supposed to be the finals going on right now. It'll probably be game for the NBA finals right now. LeBron probably be ready to sweep the uh the, the Milwaukee
0: Bucks. <laughs> that sounds that that sounds accurate. That's definitely sounds accurate. But I just wanna tell you, man, I appreciate you calling in for Best Vanessa's podcast. Like I said, this is black owned entrepreneur business shit. I'm trying to shed light on everybody, but uh I got a couple closing questions for you, okay? Okay. Okay, uh hotter code. Cold. Okay, cool. why? Why cold? Um, I got ice in my veins. That's a fact. That is a fact. Uh, pizza or tacos? Pizza every day of the week. What kind of pizza? Sausage and pepperoni. Ooh. Yes. I, I'm a taco nigga. I like three steak tacos, cilantro, no onions a bit okay. of cheese <laughs> from the taco truck I like I like yeah I like
1: tacos I'm a, I'm piece of the, I'm pizza of the taco
0: Okay okay uh Netflix or the club
1: Netflix I mean uh, that's just where I'm at right now in my life Netflix you know yeah. I am past the club days
0: Okay okay uh spaghetti or lasagna That's tough
1: Lasagna is real proper you know, so spaghetti's the go to spaghetti to go to the lasagna is unbeatable.
0: Yeah, it's undefeated. Definitely undefeated. Yeah,
1: lasagna. Yeah, lasagna
0: easy. Uh, uh, PlayStation or Xbox? That's a tough one. You know, I'm <laughs> Xbox,
1: bro. I'm Xbox. Okay. But I'm convert. I'm convert. I'm converting over to PlayStation. You know, PS Five coming out. I'm ready to
0: get the PS Five. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cop that shit now. I'm saving up right now for it. I got I got a, I got a little savings for it. I'm putting a little 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 fifty dollars, seventy five dollars away for when that bit, motherfucker comes out. Bit, uh-huh. bit by bit. Yes, uh God. uh ass or titties. Us.
1: Ass,
0: ass, ass <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you don't have to answer this next question. Uh Nike or Adidas? Longevity. That's a Longevity. fact. Great answer. That's that is a motherfucking Longevity. fact. Uh cake or pie.
1: Mm, okay.
0: I don't, I don't even
1: I don't like pie I'm weird bro I don't even eat pie I don't eat no type
0: of pie You don't eat pie? No types of pie No Not one type so you, not, you don't you eat,
1: don't eat pie? No pie Damn My favorite cake My favorite cake Is that strawberry cake
0: though Ooh no. Okay. Uh, Blunts or joints? Blunts Okay Okay, okay. Yeah, it depends on the situation. It you do. Know.
1: Dolo. Yeah, Dolo. You probably rub a little joint, bro.
0: Yeah, okay. And uh, if there's one movie that you can star in and remake, what, what's the movie?
1: Uh, you know, I think I'm an actor. That's tough. I yeah. got a lot of movies. Okay. You know, I love Training Day.
0: <laughs> you will be Denzel.
1: <laughs>
0: you know it. King Kong ain't got shit. On okay. Me. Okay, what's
1: another well, one? Well, I could do I could do I could do bad boys,
0: you know, uh my boy Mike Larry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If uh, if, if 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 I would to pick a movie and the in, it would be uh Double uh, O seven Gold Nine and I want Rihanna to be the female in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh thank you like i said thank you again where can they uh where can the listeners find you at man
1: yeah so uh follow me on ig my id is king spencer uh k-i-n-g-s-p-e-n-c-3-r underscore king spencer uh follow the brand on instagram longevity l-n-g-e-b-t-y underscore uh and yes stay up today with me follow me and let me know something. Uh, I like to interact, I like to meet new people So yeah, just message me if you want to collab on something Or if you want to do I'm probably going to be doing a little giveaway here soon So uh, make sure you follow the brand I'm going to be giving away uh, a few little items and stuff For for the brand So definitely check in with
0: that Yeah man, Uh, like I said This is Best Finesse's Podcast, episode 19 We signing off, you can find us at Instagram, Twitter Facebook, Snapchat We everywhere We on Spotify, we on SoundCloud We on Google Play, we on Breaker uh, radio Uh, Public, Uh, it's, it, all that shit, SoundCloud, we on all that shit, episode 19, thank you man, I know it's nothing but love, nothing but love this always way. love,
1: always love, you know we go way back, I really
0: appreciate you, way back like a Cadillac like on Four Flats, or is it a Four Flats <laughs> and a Cadillac, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we signing off man, we out, peace.